This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. So let's start this one off short and sweet. Shane, do you need a college degree to start an insurance agency? No. Is that the end of the podcast? That's the end of the podcast. There we go. There we go. Wrap See y'all next week. <laughs> you do need some things. You don't have to have a college degree. It's nice to have a college degree, but you don't have to. If we're looking at graduating from college, $100,000, $150,000, in debt, it seems like that's a tough place to be to start a business. It's a very tough place to be. I have a degree. You have a degree. You know, full disclaimer here where I would be coming from. You know, I have a finance degree. It took me a little while to get it. I really, really enjoyed college. Mostly just playing sports in college and staying eligible to play sports. So I can speak from this not very high chair of I was not a great student. So just straight up. I was not a great student. I am not an academic. But what did college do for me and my future business life, insurance, agency life? It set some foundational things uh, with my degree. It, my degree, my business degree, my finance degree, it set financial foundations. It taught me some things. But 80 plus percent of what I have learned or accomplished in business have been through the experience, the failures, the learning on the job traits that came with getting into the job itself. And keep in mind, I was one of the young ones, right? When I started school, I was August birthday, as a late August birthday. I was the youngest in my graduating high school class. When I was supposed to graduate from college, <laughs> when my playing days were over, I was 21 years old. And so I went to work. That's really early compared to those that would say, get your degree, get a master's, and not really start to work until they're 23 or 24 years old. So I had already had a two or three year head start against some of my peers. It laid a foundation, but it didn't give me what I needed to be successful. It just helped get me to the point where I could do more, where I could go deeper. I wasn't going to be a doctor. There's plenty of degrees and educational needs out there in our society where you need it. I don't want my brain surgeon to be a C student and I want them to finish medical school, right? Right. I, I want my attorney to go to law school. I really want my dentist to go to dental school. Please go to dental school. I say all this to say I know many successful insurance professionals who don't have college degrees. But what they did have are work experiences from that 18 to 25 year old period of their life that replaced what the college degree was going to give them. It has not made a difference in their success or failure. So you see your finance degree as being an asset with the agency. Obviously, you know, a degree in Russian literature is not going to do the same thing. So what degrees do you think are assets for people looking to start agencies? I love education degrees. I love educators. Number one, I'm biased. My oldest is an educator. They're very organized. They make incredible future insurance professionals should they not like education. I know many of our carrier reps have educational backgrounds. 
I like the idea of engineers, not that they're going to leave engineering and go, you know, start an insurance agency, but I love that type of pathway as well. You know, the insurance business, specifically the independent agency business, has a lot of process flow and workflow, you know, amongst staff members and trying to figure out how all the little pieces fit together. I mean, so that I've seen some of that. I don't know that it matters ultimately. Just to be clear, I think the question was, what do I like? What what background do I like? I mean, obviously, any business degree. This is the only thing I would have done different in my educational life. I would have done something around an economics degree back in the early 90s. That was kind of like general business. That, that was for the people that didn't know. But I love the concept of an economics degree because it gives you such a both macro and micro kind of view of the world. And I use that more than I use my finance degree today. And if I had to go back, I would have done a double major or something in finance and economics, or I would have done a economics with a finance minor. I just love that. I love it because it gives you this big picture kind of outward view of the world, of the finance world, of how things work together. And I think it's really important for agency owners to understand the full spectrum of the insurance industry, reinsurance how a mudslide in Chile affects reinsurance cost, which affects your auto insurance in Texas or Indiana. Those were learned things for me on the job and through agent councils and talking with carrier reps. And that's how I learned about that stuff. But it's really important to think about from an agency ownership because you got to train your people on how to explain price increases. I didn't have a wreck. Why is my auto insurance going up? Well, there was this Chilean mudslide last year. That's not what you need to tell your customers, by the way. But at least you know, at least you understand what happened. That's why I like economics degrees. So this is fascinating because it's not what I thought you would have said. And this may be where your left brain and my right brain are in a dichotomy because I would think that a marketing degree, a public relations degree, those are the things that I see would be a huge asset versus an economics degree. Because so much of what we do is relationship building. And so much of what we do is about promoting our agency and promoting ourselves and putting ourselves out there. And so I saw it completely differently than you. I don't think you're wrong at all. Uh, I think that is a great different view, right? And I would even say if I could trust the academics to actually teach our marketing degree curriculum, then I would agree with you. My fear is that the young man or woman that's going for that marketing degree isn't being taught what maybe needs to be taught. And we have all these resources inside our industry now and really beyond our industry around folks that are successfully doing things around marketer because marketing knowledge and marketer mindset is a must in our business today. It's an absolute must. Learning that is something that we need to invest a ton into. I'm just not sure that that marketing degree is going to give you that. The things that I remember in some very, very minimum exposure to marketing classes during my time, it just was not going to help me when it came to running my insurance agency. What are your thoughts on the new marketing programs that are popping up at universities? I believe there's one at North Texas. I'm seeing them here and there. 
I think that's great if they're geared towards current trends, if they're geared towards what's happening in the marketplace, because sales is dead without marketing. It's a marketer's world. I think it's dead. I think just being a salesy, old school, beat you over the head sales guy from the 80s and 90s is dead. It's just not where it needs to be, even the early 2000s. I think what's happened in sales over the last 10 years is it's been overtaken by two things. One, as customers, we don't want to be sold. We want to make a buying decision. Well, that means our salespeople have to be informative. That means our sales approach has to be more of an information providing approach, which means it's now by default a marketer's world. And so I think it's imperative that these programs understand that. And if they understand that, then I think that's wonderful. And I think there's a place for marketing and for sales. I think that they are very much a, a parallel and that when we completely say sales is dead, then we're missing something because yes, we do have to market. I mean, to me, you know, it's 80% marketing and 20% sales, building that brand awareness, showing the potential to customers. But if we don't know how to close the sale, if we're afraid to ask for the sale, then a lot of times I see people that are building a product up, but then they go elsewhere because the person never learned to close the sale. I agree. I think from my perspective for clarity is I'm, I'm talking personal lines. I think from a commercial line standpoint, there's a little different approach here. The sales process is still there. I think the prospecting process is still there. When we're talking about personal lines, though, yes, at some point you do have to say, I'd love your business. I would love to become your agent. I think that it's naturally still integrated into that commercial lines process. I think in the personal line side, we're so marketing oriented now that we just market, 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 and people are ready to buy and we don't even recognize they're ready to buy. To your point, I think there is a skill set need there. It's just inverted from what I would say it was several years ago, where it was 80% sales and 20% marketing. Well, I think that's been inverted and stood on its head. I would agree with that. So we have the lady who maybe wasn't the best student in high school, maybe doesn't have the standardized test scores to get into a college. Can she still be a successful agent? I went to the cell phone store about two months ago and there was this individual that she is actually in college because I was asking her and I have this assumption, right or wrong, making assumptions that she's working her way through college, right? She's not getting college paid for by her parent. Uh, I, I hope she's not taking out a bunch of student loans. I don't get the fact that she is. I feel like she's working her way through college. It's taken her a little longer. She was an incredible customer relations person that had plenty of sales skill. I have that person in the back of my mind, like all the time when I'm thinking about, do we need a new agent here in in our offices in East Texas? When we reach that point, that person is a person that I'm going to go see where they're at. What are they doing? Have they graduated? Are they ready to move into their career? Because she's a candidate. Because of what I saw from her, that type of customer relationship capability, the way she talked to me professionally, she looked at me when she talked at me. She just held herself really well. And I'm guessing her 23, 24 years old. And if I had to place a bet on it, she's been working her way through college since she graduated high school. And so there's a ton of respect for that. And I'm like, okay, that person is what I want to think about when I'm thinking about the hiring process of an agent. And I do care that they can show some self-motivation and I do care that they're organized and they're not a big mess. I mean, there's things that I care about, but 
their transcript is not one. I am ready to come to Texas to go to the cell phone store because I've never heard anybody in the 20-something years that I have had a cellular communication device say they had a pleasant experience with a customer service rep at the cell phone store. So it would be worth the trip to Texas specifically for that. But what I was asking more was about if they got a job with an agency at what point would we look at them and say, hey, you would be a great ownership candidate? I think the experience and the ability to stay in that job for a minimum of three to five years, be successful in that job would overcome that academic failure, so to speak. If you can show some track record, if you can show why you would be great at this, I think going to work and getting in that into the industry and into a role where you can show that and create a track record, I think think it overcomes that. I think our view here is that we do show grace, that we do have this reality, this practicality that people have bad starts and change. People have opportunities that they pursue and they they stick with and they put that effort in. Don't forget, I'm an effort guy, right? If you can prove effort to me, well, then I'm going to take a harder look. Maybe you're even starting to adjust what you said at the beginning when you said, yes, you need to have a college degree you think experience can very easily replace that. Well, I do. And remember, I didn't say you have to have a college degree. And we're talking about starting agencies here, right? I don't know that we're talking about going to work in an agency. We're, We're talking about starting a new agency, being an agency owner. For most of the organizations out there, carriers, right? Let's go down the path of the carrier rep, willingness to work with a particular agent. There has to be some foundation laid uh, somehow, some way. Most of the time that is working somewhere. Now, the big direct captive carriers, they're hiring people out of college. Very rarely are they hiring people out of the high school, I think, at 18 or 19 years old, because that foundation's not laid. They might have a second career opportunity, you know, some way that's laid the groundwork, the foundation of work experience, where they might consider them starting an agency or being hired. The same thing applies in the independent agency system, because what we're looking for is we're looking for someone that either one has the educational track that says, hey, I did this, I finished it, I pursued it, I got it done. Well, I'm looking for an equivalency there for someone who didn't go down that path. I'm looking for someone that went to work, developed some skills, put some time in, and then said, look what I did. Look where I've been. Look at my track record. Now, if that track record is 15 different jobs in three years, okay, probably not going to happen. But if that track record is, you know, I went to work out of high school, I did some college along the way. It just wasn't my thing, or I just didn't see that it was going to be valuable enough to me to pay and go into debt. And over the course of the last seven, eight years, I'm 25, I'm 28 years old, whatever the the age is now, I've developed this track record and I've developed this success along my resume. And I have the capital because I've saved and I'm ready. I've got this skill set. I've been in this industry for seven years now. I know what I'm doing. Okay, I want to talk to that person because insurance has that skill set to it that is so important. Like you can have that college degree all you want, but if you don't know the difference between occurrence, aggregate, BIPD, well, then you got to go get some experience in our industry first, right? 
We had an individual that came to work with us three weeks after she graduated high school. She was great. She grew in her knowledge over the first couple of years. She was very dynamic. She was very capable. She was extremely knowledgeable. She was organized. She had everything from the skill set and the mannerisms, everything that you would want. She went back to school, started working on her degree, and we had a conversation one day about halfway through her degree. The conversation was centered around when I graduate from college, when I have my degree, what will my earnings power, what, what will my world look like inside this organization when that's done? Right or wrong, my view on this was it won't look any different. You're already headed on a path to success in this organization. Whether you have the piece of paper or not is not going to change that for the better or the worse. You're already going to be successful. Unfortunately, we lost that individual, in my view, because of that answer. Because the academic spectrum has trained us to say and think that that piece of paper is more important. That is the perspective. I really, it's one of the more painful leadership moments in my career to watch and know that I can't answer that differently because it would be untruthful. The truth of the matter was that she was going to be successful financially. She was going to be successful from a career path from an opportunity standpoint. But because I could not truthfully say, wow, when you get your degree and you finish that, it's going to do so much more for you inside this organization. Because I could not say that, it sent her down this path of I have to do something different. And she did. She's successful and has been successful, but she's not more successful than she would have been here. I hope that folks understand that and can listen to that and go, yeah, I get it. There may be people that disagree with me on that, but you give me someone that has the relationship skills and the marketer skills and the eight years experience working in an agency as a licensed sales producer or something like that, and they want to start an agency all day long. Give me a call. Love to talk to you. I want to talk to you because that person has so much more of a chance of success, in my view, in my experience, than the 23-year-old college graduate with no experience yet, with no insurance skill set yet. Now, give me that college degree person three years in, four years into some training and experience. Now we're even set. Now we've level set everything. It's such an industry that requires experience, and I don't want that to get lost. I've worked for Integra for four years. I serve on your leadership team. But if I came to you and said, Shane, I've decided I don't want to work at the home office anymore. I want to start my own agency. I would bet there is a 99.9% .9 chance your answer would be no. Well, it would be. So don't quit tomorrow. But... <laughs> Don't don't make me repeat my you know my my what my story that I just told. But what I would say is is okay if that is your desire and dream, then let's move you over here into a different role to get you the foundation you need to actually go do that. Because right now, even though you've worked for an insurance organization, no, you do not have the skill set to go start and own and operate an independent agency. And so you're right. I would have to say no, right? Just because you work there, right? Just because you're a claims adjuster at XYZ Insurance Company doesn't mean that you're ready to start an insurance agency. They think it does. That's automatically the thought process. Just because you were an underwriter, just because you're a marketing rep at a carrier doesn't mean that you're ready for an independent agency ownership opportunity. I love those opportunities, but we need to get into some insurance training skill set. Two minute warning. What's our takeaway from today? 
You don't have to have a college degree, although it's great if you do. But if you don't have a college degree and you really love this business and you're a licensed sales producer or an agent out there working for an agency and you want to start your own agency and you have that experience but don't have that educational piece, it's okay. You can still do this. A large percentage of our folks don't necessarily have college degree. This is an incredible industry that gives you an incredible career path with or without that piece, right? So that piece of paper is not mandatory. I'm not against it. I'm not against academics. I love academics. I love to learn. But it is just the facts of our industry and and, and the independent agency channel. I'm going to leave us with this quote from Lou Holtz. Ability is what you're capable of doing. Motivation determines what you do. Attitude determines how well you do it. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.